Um, so, David, uh, I actually was going to start you with something on Devin McCourty. He's he's nominated for the Walter Payton Man of the Year, and of all the things that you're aware of that he does away from the field, you know what is something that has maybe stood out to you as pretty special? Um, you know, I think to see how much he does off the field, how much he devotes to his family, you know, and I know how much that is, you know, and then the team and being a friend, you know, all that stuff. And then on top of it, all the stuff he does out of football is really impressive to me. Um, you know, this job takes a lot out of you and um, it's tough. And then, you know, going home and he's got obviously two small kids and um, you know, a lot of things he went through last year and just who he is as a person, um, who he's been to me as a person and what he's meant to me as you know, my early in my career and the growth through that career. And, um, you know, he was really meant a lot. And, um, I mean, there's no one more deserving to me than him. So, um, you know, it's, it's really impressive. Was there a time that he sort of helped pick you up, David, or is there something that you remember specifically? Yeah. I mean, he's always been, he's always been someone, you know, I could lean on, um, you know, whether it's something, you know, in family life or, you know, even stuff outside of football struggling with, he's just, he's obviously been through a lot and seen a lot and, uh, you know, he's kind of done it all. So, um, he's always been there for me in times and, um, you know, good and bad. And, um, you know, we've had a lot of good times and, uh, you know, I think you can learn a lot from people just by watching them and how they carry themselves, how they conduct themselves. Um, you know, and, and just seeing how he's handled a lot of situations in his life, uh, you know, it was really impressive to me and uh, something I really look up to. Thank you. Yep. All right, next question, Levin Reed. I want to encourage anyone else to raise a hand if you have questions for David. Hey, David, how you doing? Good, how are you? Uh, fine, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, what was it like just to get away from? I know your your buy was kind of messed up because of the COVID situation. What was it like just to get away from the game for a little bit this past couple of days? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it was uh, you know it was nice, but you know, also a little frustrating um, at times. So um, you know, but good to step away for a little bit and try to clear your mind. And what is the focus now as you got these last three games, division games? What's the focus of the team as you guys ride this out? The Miami Dolphins. That's the first focus. Um, you know, it's a good football team. Um, you know, and it's going to be a big challenge. We obviously know each other very well. Um, and these second division games are always harder. So, um, yeah, that's the focus is the Miami Dolphins. Thank you. Yes, sir. Next question, Megan O'Brien. Sorry if this has been asked, I joined a little bit late, but I just wanted to ask about um, Brian Flores, and obviously you're familiar with him, but how have you seen his identity reflected in the Miami Dolphins team and specifically their defense? Yeah, you know, Flo's a great coach. Um, you know, guys are drawn to him, buy into him a lot. And, um, you know, you can see that kind of in, you know, toward the end of last year and obviously this year, how they're playing. Um, you know, they're a tough physical team. Um, they do aggressive defense and they, they really challenge you. So, um, got a lot of 
different guys they can use in different roles. And, um, you know, so, so it's going to be a challenge playing them. Like I said, you know, these second division games are always harder too. So, um, you know, we got a heck of a challenge on our hands. Next question, Evan Lazar. Hey, David. Uh, week one was obviously a long time ago now, so I'm just curious, does that game have any sort of weight at this point anymore, or is it kind of um, – do you see Miami's defense like just sort of look completely different at this point? Yeah, I mean, there's some carryover, but, uh, you know, I like to look at kind of the most recent games. Um, you know, obviously they've got – you know, guy went up against that game – Devin Godshaw is now on IR, so that changes a lot for me in there. And, um, you know, so I like to look at the most recent games, um, but you can always learn something from games in the past. By most recent, I mean, obviously, can't they played Kansas City this, uh, yesterday, but what other games do you guys kind of look at on their recent schedule that maybe you can take some things from? You know, I think you look at the most recent games, the last four or five games, right? That's what I like to do. Um, everyone has their own system, uh, you know, but for me, if I go back and watch week two or three with Godshaw in there, he plays a lot different than, you know, who's playing in there now. So, you know, to me, that's kind of, you know, I don't, I don't see the point in that sometimes. Obviously, there's going to be new wrinkles and things, you know, Kansas City does things different than we and Arizona or whoever it may be. So, uh, you know, but you can see who's playing, how they're doing it, um, and get the most intel from that. Thanks, Dad. Oh. Next question, Ryan Hannibal. Hi, David. Um, we don't really get to see much of Jared Stidham since he's only been able to play in basically mop-up duty, but I just wanted to get your sense of how he's developed in his second year during practices and what he's looked like on the field there. Man, you got to ask Coach that. I'm not a quarterback coach. You know, I mean, Jared's a great kid. He, 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 Jared's a great kid. He works hard. Um, but on the ins and out of the quarterback play, man, I, I, I can't – I don't know what that's like. Have you seen him develop or get better from last year to this year? Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of guys have gotten better from this year to last year, and that's just part of this business. If not, you know, you don't hang around the business for a while. So, um, you know. It looks like the final question will be Megan O'Brien. Hey, David, today on the radio, Cam was asked about Josh McDaniels and said that there's been times where McDaniels has bailed the whole offense out. As a captain on this team and someone who's been around for a while, what's your experience working with Josh McDaniels and the offensive coaching staff, and, and how have you noticed him bail the offense out in particular moments? Yeah, you know, I think Josh does a great job. Um, he's obviously been the only coordinator I've played here for six years so um that i've dealt with um you know he does a great job of trying to put us in the best positions that we can to win um uh, you know and then we have to go out there and execute those and sometimes you do and sometimes you don't and um you know it's frustrating when you don't uh you know but i think that's you know the greatest thing about this game to me is that it's a team game right and not just the team game of the players out there because great players can't overcome bad coaching. And, um, you know, a heck of a coach could not have good players out there and it doesn't matter. So, um, you know, I think working together and when it clicks, it clicks and it works. And, 
you all get to share in that success. And when it doesn't, you all share in, you know, those moments. Um, that's why I think this sport's so great. It's, it's the ultimate team sport, you know, from coaches, players, everything, training staff, equipment, like it takes a, takes a unit to win. And I think that's what makes winning so great in this league um, because everybody gets to share in it. Have you noticed Josh's coaching or involvement or offensive coaching change at all since Cam Newton's been the quarterback opposed to what you experienced in the past? I mean, I think it changes every year. You know, we have different weapons and can do different things and guys have different strengths and weaknesses. So, uh, you know, I think that's the coach's, you know, responsibility to find those and how to use those in the best way possible. Thank you, David. Thanks, everyone. What are you wearing on your uh, your wrist? Do you mind showing that? Is that a like uh, the other oh, one? Yeah, that one. What? Yeah. Uh, it says Jesus, others, and yourself. Joy. Uh, Mike Akinbola actually gave it to me in the training room, and I went to a uh, Christian high school in Georgia, and uh, that was actually our motto: was Joy, Jesus, others, yourself. So, um, kind of funny, you know. What is it, 10 years down the road, it finds me again. So, yeah. But, yeah, I got that from Mike Akinbola in the training room. Sorry for jumping in there at the end, but I just no I flashed up there. I wanted to, to see. Thanks for your time, always. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See you all. Thank you, David.